Hi, Facebook friends. It's great to get back around this hour. It's supposed to be a little bit later in the evening. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a busy weekend. It bled, bled over into Monday evening. And now, back on track. Yeah, so, lots of great stuff, man. Lots of great stuff. Lots of good things happening. Uh, I was reading about life is a long game, and then we're going to finish up with the world sends them garbage. We can see what some people can do with just garbage, man. We think that garbage is garbage, and that's the end, and we've got to beat it. But that's not true, and we're going to see that. Listen to this. Life is a long game. I think it is very easy for us to lose perspective in life and get discouraged. Ain't that the truth? Too often we see a single victory as a finish line or a single loss as a grave. The reality is life is a long game. It's not a sprint. It's more like a marathon. If it were a baseball game, there would be 30,000 innings. That's one inning a day for more than 80 years. If it were a race, it would be more than 80,000 miles. That's like a 5K every day. And then it says you get the point. But it wanted to give us the right perspective that a leader should have. Because remember, life is a long game. It's not a short game. Here's a summary of what was taught about keeping the right perspective. And these are bolded bolded subjects, but with just one line, as I said, recruiting, entering the race is essential to finishing the race. You want to finish, you got to get started. <laughs> Qualification, qualifying team members on the front end increases the odds of their finishing on the back end. Isn't that powerful? Attitude, your attitude as a leader sets the tone for the team. Conditioning, the finish line is never close to the starting line, so you need to train to reach it. Example, leaders set the pace for others and demonstrate how to run the race. Belief, leaders inspire others to finish. Resilience, no one crosses the finish line by accident. I always talk about that. You don't get there, you don't win by accident, succeed by accident. All of a sudden you're on stage, you're like, I don't know how I got here. When you get there, you know you deserve to be there because you know what you had to go through to get there. Teamwork. Leaders never cross the line alone. And in celebration, the more team members who cross the finish line, the greater the celebration. All right. There is a company called uh, Delivering Happiness at Work. And they were a consulting firm, and they were talking about attitude and how a positive, the effect of a positive attitude on some of the companies that they work with. So as you probably heard that, that a happy employee is a productive one who can boost the bottom line. So it talked about how much. Well, here are some numbers. In one company, it was 33% higher profitability. Every company needs that, right? Another one, 43% more productivity. Another one, 37% higher sales. Here you go. 300% more innovation. That's where we live today. 51% lower turnover. 
Happy employees love coming to work. 58% less safety incidents, 66% decrease in sick leave. People want to be around. It's like, you know, I just finished with the uh, media team. Oh, man, what a great team. Even the cast and the passion play, great people. You want to be around. You want to hang out. 125% less burnout. So happy people don't even burn out because they're happy. They're doing what they love. Uh, he talks about the the, the, uh, the world sends them garbage. Perhaps the finest example of a positive attitude in the midst of difficult circumstances that I've ever seen was displayed by a recycled orchestra of Kentura. And on that note, well, let me read this. Yeah, and then we'll be done. He said, the first time I saw them was when I was in Helsinki, Finland. I was there to speak, and right before I went on stage, they played. The audience and I could see instantly they were different from any other orchestra. Most of the musicians were children, and maybe that didn't make the, them different from all the other orchestras, but something else did. Their instruments were made out of the trash from the city dump in Ascension, Ascension Paraguay. All of us were spellbound as we listened to beautiful music played by beautiful children who have come out of a difficult life. We'll skip down and listen to this. Fabio started, Fabio, yeah, that's it, started the school to help people. He wasn't even a professional musician. He was an environmental engineer who played guitar, and he said of the school, those who know a little train those who know a little less. We work together, the world throws us their trash, and we give back to the world beautiful music. They also demonstrate to the world the value of great attitude. Most people would say that if you have nothing, you can do nothing. Fabio and the children, he helped prove that that's not true. The members of the orchestra may have a dump beside them, but they have a great attitude inside them. As I watched their faces as they played, I thought of the words of the American author, philosopher, and civil rights leader, Howard Thurman. Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and then go do that because what the world needs is people who have come alive come alive yes these kids have come alive because their attitude allowed them to overcome adversity and their ability to overcome adversity is empowering them to add value to others that's why i'm alive i'm coming alive because i want to add value to you just like these kids who they said had nothing, built instruments out of trash and made beautiful music. You're such a, you've got talent inside you. Let it come out and make beautiful music that, that can help others and lift others up. I know it's there. I know you've got it. It's inside you. Just let it out. Cut off the limiting beliefs they have slowed you down and pushed you down, suppressed you, and move among people who 
appreciated and come alive. When you come alive, then you're not working anymore. I read something earlier. It says, uh, uh, it was in um, uh, one of uh, John Maxwell's other books, but he talked about, uh, I never work a day in my life. If you're working in your passion, then it's not work anymore. It's what drives you, and you love it, and you can't wait to jump up in the morning, and you hardly want to put your head down at night. Because you're passionate. You know you've got something. You've got a message. And people need to hear it. You've got a message. Did you hear me? You have a message. And people need to hear it. Get up and get out. And come alive. Play your music. Because that what the world needs is people who are... So let me say that again. Howard Thurman said... Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive. Then go do that. What makes you come alive? Is it music? Do you play an instrument? Are you good with numbers? Do you like to dance? Are you a talented carpenter? Are you a... Um, are you a pastor that's passionate about people? Are you a singer? Are you a poet? Are you an architect or an engineer? Are you a soldier that loves defending the country? Whatever your passion is, do it! You'll live a longer life, a more fulfilled life. A happy life. Your relationships will be deeper. Your bonds and friendships will be stronger. And your emotions will be raging with, with infinite, infinite power. And that power will allow you to release. Because remember, the subconscious mind is is affected by emotion and by repetition. But it's the emotion that really drives you to be, be all you can be. I want you to be all you can be. And you can! It begins with your self-talk. We won't go there again. Yeah, we will go there. It begins with your self-talk. You got to believe in you. As I heard many times, you can't give what you don't have. But you have something to give. Thank you. Have a good evening.